Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Let's go. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the world-famous Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Boston, Boston, the fantasy executive, the homie. Fantasy Tags, Jim Day, the closer, Chris Venture. Coming up on the program today, get back to the top 100 fantasy football players from 2018. Also want to look at some of these Super Bowl prop bets. Get into that. Telephone lines stay open throughout the course of the offseason, 844-843-6879. What is the deal? What is going on, Mr. Ventra? How are good? you, sir? What's up? What's up? It's your boy. I am good. You know, I'm doing my thing. And, uh... But I did not get it in last night. Huh? I did not get it in last night. What happened? As so we all might have thought. What happened? Well, I didn't sit- think it. I, I didn't think it <laughs> Jim was like that. Jim was like that. That 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 text message with those two emojis messed it up, huh, Jim? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, she wrote he he. You know, she was home looking for an eggplant, not a banana. <laughs> a mini banana. Cooking eggplants. <laughs> yeah. What no. happened, son? She went to sleep on you. She? Uh, no, no. It, it was me, really. Um, it was you. Yeah. Fortnite. I did, and then you know, <laughs> you know you can't stick your penis inside the Fortnite, right? No. <laughs> well, yeah, some of those video games you can. <laughs> you had to get real scabbed up pretty bad. Yeah, no, but listen, my penis has had its run. Oh, it's, it's, it's over already? Well, you know, it's had its run of, of, you know, having a lot of different variety and all that okay, stuff. Okay, yeah. So at this point, it's chilling. You know it's what I'm chilling. saying? It's chilling. It's tapped out, huh? It's so the tapped. other two girls are okay with it, though? No. <laughs> Jim, Jim. <laughs> What's the deal with you, Mr. Day? Did you have better luck than Ventra last night? Yeah, Corey, I've been married 25 years. I'm still trying to remember the last time. Oh, okay. All right, well. <laughs> We're losers. Nobody, nobody in the You didn't? Game. No, son. What the hell is going on? What are we doing? I heard your story this morning. That was crazy, right? Yeah. Well, she came back. She said she with it, though. You know what I'm saying? Ever since my wife found Bob, she don't need me anymore. Oh, yeah. Bob in Vermont will do it to you every time. No, no, not Bob in Vermont. Bob in the box. Oh, Bob Bob, in the box. Bob stands for battery-operated boyfriend. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what it is right there. That is true. Yeah. Look at us. We're supposed to be the, the 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 premier fantasy football show in the <laughs> land, and you got three three got three dudes on dry on on in slumps. Well, no one ever oh, said yeah, we that, that's the... a real rarity in fantasy sports. That's true too. Guys <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's a rarity. Exactly. <laughs> We're lucky we even do once in a while. Yeah, yeah that's saying? true too. Man. I can imagine that. Uh, we ain't uh, the fantasy playboys. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you know, I can't imagine that combination of Jeff Manns and uh, Howard Bender and those <laughs> and Schuster. They probably struggle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look. You got shows with Engel and George Kurtz. Can you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> no action going on on that side anyway either. You know Dry. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. All right. Well, listen. Maybe listen. Just take our fantasy advice. Don't follow our love lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jim, do you get into uh, Super Bowl prop bets? You do. A, you a Super Bowl prop bet guy? 
Sure, I love prop bets. Prop bets are fun. Plus, I've made more money on prop bets this year than trying to bet anything else. Really? But that's like player props. I'm talking about like Super Bowl props. Like what? Give me an example. Like who wins or what? What, what are you talking about? Like uh, how long the national anthem will be. Oh, oh, you mean those kind of things. Uh. I, I, I mean, I do. There's, uh, there's a little contest that I join with a bunch of friends every year. We do all those crazy things, but I don't really pay much attention to it, to be honest with you. Not a Super Bowl prop bet guy? I like the game. I don't like all the, act, all the other. Yeah, I ain't BS. betting the coin flip. You know what I mean? Why are you not betting That's the coin literally flip? a 50 50, which is, seems like good odds, but. I mean, like anything can happen. There's no, there's no skill to that. There's no, it's just oh, straight man. luck, it's straight game. Oh, hey, wait, guys, wait, wait, I gotta give you the news. There's a king sighting in the chat room. King who? We got a king. Yeah, Mr. Scotty Angle in the chat room. <laughs> oh God, that's not that. Mr. Angle. Yeah, he's checking up on us, talking about Ooh, the top 100. I he bet. came back at you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, don't trust me. I know. I've known Scott for a long time. Scott is not. God is not having sex. <laughs> it's not. I just hate. He to says, be- "Speak for yourself, know. Corey." Yeah, I'm, I'm speaking for you too, Scott. I know you're long enough that I can speak for you. <laughs> well, Scott. you know yeah. for sure. Scott is on a, a, a massive dry spell. Scott only has sex <laughs> on his birthday. <laughs> Once a year, yeah, sometimes. It. Yeah, one, it's, it's birthday. No? She be like, "It's not your birthday." You know what I'm saying? Put that little thing away. It's not your birthday. <laughs> Shout out to my man, the King LDS. Scott Angle. Yeah, no doubt. So. See, I, but I think prop bets make the game fun, fun, Jim. Hey, you know what? Teach his own, Corey. Um, you know, <laughs> I look. I like the game. I like betting the game. Usually, when you know all that kind of stuff is going on, I'm setting up my Super Bowl game, so I'm not really paying much attention to that stuff. Oh, you do? You got Super Bowl boxes? Oh, well, boxes. I do have Super Bowl boxes, but no, I, I'm actually. Oh, I, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I thought I told you guys about this. A bunch of years ago, I, I invented a, a game that we play, you know, because usually I have a bunch of people over my house for a Super Bowl. And I invented a game that we could play while watching the Super Bowl. One of the things that always annoyed me is if you have a Super Bowl party, half the people don't watch the Super Bowl. Okay. And the ones that don't watch the Super Bowl tend to stand right in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to always annoy the heck out of me. You get all these people here and half of them are wandering around talking about BS, not even watching the game. So I came up with this card game where – I make cards for each of the teams that are in the game okay. for things that happen during the game. Um, so everybody puts a dollar in a hat, takes a card. Now, as soon as something happens on one of those cards, like uh, scores a touchdown, throws an interception, 15-yard penalty, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, that player either wins a certain amount of money or loses a certain amount of money based on that card. Everybody throws the cards back in, throws another dollar in, repicks. And it just keeps going throughout the game. And then at the end of the game, there's a winning card for each team. And whoever has that winning card at the, at the end of the game gets whatever's left in the pot. And, man, I tell you, we have a, a load of fun with it. Oh, wait uh, a minute. We, the person, whoever has the winning card, gets the rest of the pot? Yep. <laughs> you give away all the pot? You're giving, all the way to, you're giving away all the money? All, all the money that all the money that's in the kitty. Oh, the they money, have, they, the money. They, they, yeah, they when you said the pot, the, I thought yeah. you were talking about the stash. No, no, the, the only stash they get is whatever they can smoke while they're here. Oh, okay. All right, there you go right there. But uh, and how, how much are your Super Bowl boxes? I need a couple Super Bowl boxes this year. Uh, well, I don't do them myself, but I, I know of a few people. That, I, I'm pretty sure Ron C. has some, Ooh, which reminds me, i got to get my butt in gear and getting them. The mailman has, a, has one. I, I don't know if you know Jules McLean from Fantasy. Uh, she does a lot of the uh, – 
the big games, things like that. The, yeah, I know. Ju- money. I, I'm, I'm familiar with Juice. She runs, she runs some good ones. She, she does them every year. She does one I really like in which uh, she pays out for every single score change. Oh, okay. So that's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a lot less, you know, unless you hit a couple of numbers in a row and keep going. But uh, but it's just more fun. I mean, even if you have 0-0 zero, zero to start, you win. Oh, okay. All right. zero, zero. I'm at the holla at Jules. Send her an email. You know what I'm saying? Run I, I would do it quickly because hers are filling fast. They always do. Now, Venture, what is your deal with prop bets? Why don't you like prop bets? I didn't say I don't like prop bets. I don't like those. Like the coin toss ones. Like, give me Sony Michelle. Overrun the rush yards, I'm down with it. All right. That's about it. Really? The, the game, in the game stuff, you know what I'm saying? Uh, well, what about the fun stuff outside of the game, Ventura? Well, yeah, I'm not like a big-time gambler or anything like no, that. Of course not, but I'm just saying, I'm not, you put a dollar on it to have fun during the game. Yeah, I guess I could. I'm not really interested. I'm more interested in the game itself. I'll put money on these prop bets on the players, the okay. player props. But, sure. not, but not on, like, for example, what color will the liquid be that is poured on the game-winning coach? They always do that one, right? The yeah. Gatorade? Yeah, what's up? Um, Lime green. Blue. Go with orange. Always go with orange. Orange is plus 300, Jim. With blue. Yeah, I always go with orange. Blue is plus 375. I like that. The Rams would wear blue, like a bluish color. Yeah, a, a navy blue. But they, they won't pour a navy blue Gatorade on them because there is none. Because, yeah, there's no navy blue Gatorade. There's a dark blue Gatorade, kind of. So any blue works. I like that. What I'm about clear that. or water? Water is plus 400. Nah, they won't pour water on him. Do they do that? Have they yeah. ever poured water on a guy, on a coach? I don't, I don't know. I think it's mostly been Gatorade. It's a Gatorade thing. I had a question for Mr. Sussman. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I, 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 it, it just hit me just now. Hey, is Greg downstairs? He's probably going to sing you his answer. Please don't have. I don't want Greg singing. Oh, that was, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Greg, yep. uh, Greg, after the break, stay right there. Stay where you at. After the break, I have a discussion, and I'm going to bring you in on it. So, yes, boss. You're, you're the boss, Greg, <laughs> not me. Um, okay. How about this one, Ventra? Yeah. Since you're so anti-prop bets, will a non-quarterback throw a touchdown? No. That's minus 600. It's no money. It's no juice. There. It's no juice there? Yeah, it's minus 600. What's the other one? The other side of it. Plus, plus, three, plus 350. A that's non, not even worth it. A non-quarterback to throw a touchdown. I don't like that. You don't plus like that? Plus 350 is too low. Yeah, for a non-quarterback. Because chances are it's not going to happen. What do you think, Jim? A non-quarterback throw a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, chances are big it won't happen. But if anybody's going to do it, John Hecker will do it. John Hecker, yeah. <laughs> there you go right there. Okay. Will there be a flea flicker attempt in the game? Will, will there actually... What, what, what we see a trick play, the flea flicker in the game. Flea flicker. Yes, it's plus 155. That's not enough, right? That's not enough. Yeah. Jim, flea flicker. Jim. I, if they said any trick play, I'd, I'd go yes. But a, a specific flea flicker, no. This I wouldn't one, bet on that. This one right here is going to hit. I found an interesting one, too, that you might like well, to well, play well, with. Well, 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 go ahead. Yeah, let me sit in that seat. Um, Since you found up? an interesting one. So, <laughs> What is? Are you saying Corey's aren't interesting? Is that really a, are you throwing smoke at Corey? Right I'm throwing now? smoke at Corey, yeah, because we're looking for you know like obscure ones, right? So okay, here's right. one: color of Tony Romo's sort of like tie. Our, sort of like our sex lives. Yeah, yeah sort of like obscure. Our sex lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> color of Romo's tie. Romo's tie. Predominant color. What is it? Is it blue plus three fifty, gray plus four hundred, and there's all these different colors. But you got plus seven hundred is yellow. That's I like the, blue the at highest. plus 350. 
You like blue at plus three fifty? Classic, a classic blue tie. Because he's Dallas. He's a he's Dallas, a classic yeah. guy, and he's a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a Hall of Famer. Could be gray too, plus four hundred. Not bad. Mike is there, Hilton, is there one for purple polka dot? There's purple plus six hundred. Plus six hundred. Take the purple. Look at that. Jim's taking the purple. Take the purple. Baby. This one right here will hit because of who's playing in the game. Will there be a penalty in the game for roughing the passer? Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, there will be a 100%. Penalty. And what yeah, is that? Brady's there. Come on now. They're just going to breathe on him. What is that, minus 350? Minus 105. Almost that even, ain't bad. Almost even money. I like that one. I like man. that one, too. I'm going to hop on that one Yo, right there. Yo, guys. I have a question. Is there a, is there a prop bet for that that it'll, it will be on either uh, Donald or uh, Indominica Sue? Because I feel like that's who it will be on. Oh, if I see that, I'll let you know. That's a good one right there, Chris, because you could put one on, one, that on, too. Because I can see Sue taking a shot at Brady. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Because he's that I'll guy. I'll tell you what, guy. though. Sue, Sue's been playing great the last has. couple games. I mean, wow. Talk about stuffing the run. They've done such a great job with that. Oh, I just got an email from LinkedIn. It says people are looking at your LinkedIn profile. Let's see who's looking. <laughs> you have to pay money to, to be able to see who's looking. Oh, yeah. Another classic one, the uh, national anthem. Under over a minute and 43 seconds. Who's mm. doing it? Gladys Knight. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm going to go with the over. She's going to yeah, drag that out. She'll drag it on. Yeah. All right. Good job. We're going with the over on that, that one. But is... damn, Gladys Knight, I actually have to watch that. I love Gladys. That's why it's minus three, 130. Midnight train to Georgia. Will there be a onside kick attempt in the game? Yes is minus 140. No is even money. No. No, they're, they're, the, the odds, there's just no, well, no what if it's a really close it game anymore. What if, at, at, what if it's a close game? Like he said, the it, it doesn't matter. They're, they've only had four successful onside kicks all season because of the new rules where the guys can't get the running start and you just have no impetus there. So, no, I don't think either one of these coaches is going to go for an onside kick. Well, there, will any player be ejected for throwing a punch or fighting? Not in the Super Bowl, right? You never know. But I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. We no. don't have the Jaguars in the Super Bowl, so. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's, Noah's minus 1,600. So you got to put 1,600 up to win 1,700. That's, yeah. That's, there's, there's nothing right there. Yes, it's plus 700, though. Not worth it, though. No. Unless you're throwing a little bit of money, like five bucks. Will there be a team that will not punt during the game? No. No. No? Noah's minus 3,500. I think both both uh, defenses are playing well enough that they're going to have to punt at some point or another. Here's a good one. Will any quarterback throw for over 400 yards in the game? No. The bus driver won't, that's for sure. No, you're right about oh, we that. Oh, stop with that bus driver. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim. I. Hey, at least my bus driver can get on the bus, Chris. I don't know what that means. It means yours can't. Who's mine? Oh, Gucci? Yeah. Well, next year. It's always next year. Always next yeah, year. Yeah. Next he, year he, while he's... On the sideline watching Nick Mullins crush it. He's my number one breakout quarterback for 2019 already. Don't worry. Yeah, he was your number one breakout quarterback <laughs> in 2018, too. Yeah, well, injuries, you, you can't predict that. You can't uh, you're predict. right. You're right. Oh, Just wow. bad play. That's all you can predict. That's all you can predict. Yeah. All right. Here's I another one. Bad play. <laughs> Will both teams combined score 76 or more points to break the Super Bowl record? Ooh, uh, yes, it's plus three seventy-five. Yeah, what's no? No is minus five fifty. Yeah, see, the no is a definite is the right bet, but it's it's a bad bet. 
Yeah, What's the over under in the game? 15-7. I think 57 right I think now. is the last I saw. I Can you believe that high. the Patriots are are at minus 4 now? Wait a minute, the Patriots are at minus 4 now? No, but I made you look. Uh, <laughs> minus two and a half. <laughs> Got him. Ooh, that was a good one, Jim. <laughs> it's over it's fifty-seven and a half now. I listen, I don't I think it could go over sixty-seven, to be honest with you. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. 70, okay, forget it. <laughs> You're talking about a you know, thirty-eight, thirty-five game. Yeah, that, that's no, that's not even enough. That's not enough. Wow. <laughs> well the winning Super, Well the winning Super Bowl team visit the White House. Yes is minus one seventy five. No is plus one thirty five. Hey, from from what I know, Brady loves uh, hamburgers. Yeah, no, Brady. The Patriots would definitely go. Patriots wouldn't well, support de- going they to the definitely White House. Going to White House. Minus one. I don't know about the Rams as much. I don't know. The, the no is only minus one. Oh, it's plus one thirty five. So they're telling you to take the Patriots are going to win the football game. Yeah. So you go right there. Oh yeah, they, that's what they think. Um. Actually, now wait, wait, now actually, that's not what they think. That's what the betters are saying. Yeah, because you're right. That's what the, the betters initial are saying. line came out from them. They had the Rams as favorites. It's the betting guys pushing the line to to uh, the Patriots. Wait, so the initial line was initial line was minus, minus one, one and a half. Rams were Rams? Rams. Rams were a favorite. Wow, so it moved. It flipped four points only. in an hour. In an hour, Chris, it went from minus one and a half Rams to minus one for the Patriots in an hour. It's going to settle in as a pick 'em, though. You think so? It's going to go back. Drive going to be a pick 'em. I think it settles in as a pick 'em. All right, fancy football friends. He still got the top ten. Uh, the next, uh, the, the next ten of the top one hundred. We'll get into that. And I have to talk about Mariano Rivera. No, we're not going to talk about Mariano. My Rivera. man, Mo. We're not, not going to talk about the My goat. God, man, guys deserve it. All right, we can talk about the goat too. But I got a question for you two gentlemen and the Goon Squad and Mr. Sussman's going to help out. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Brain dance! Make it rain. You know how many people who normally don't bet will just bet on the Super Bowl because, yeah, why not? And it's Brady Belichick for the ninth time. Of course, I got to throw some money on it. There's a lot of exposure right now for the books with the Patriots. So if the Rams win, woo-hoo. 
I'm also, I think, holding a plus 450 from earlier in the season for the Rams, too. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Paging Mr. Sussman. Paging. Paging Mr. Sussman. I'd like Mr. Sussman to come join us. Studio 34. While, yes, while we're waiting for Mr. Hey. Sussman, can I just tell you guys one simple thing? Sure. The DailyRoto.com partnership with Data Golf is back for 2019 with all new premium fantasy golf and betting tools. Check out the all new lineup optimizer with custom settings and advanced grouping, customizable projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, ownership projections, PGA finish probabilities and simulator, outright and top 20 market betting tools, head to head and free ball betting tools, PGA pro tip subscriber chat and more. Go to dailyroto.com, click on Go Premium, choose Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount. That's dailyroto.com, click on Go Premium, click on Golf, and enter promo code GOLF19 for a 10% discount and a chance to win an Uzi submarine. Mm-hmm. Thank you very Uzi much, Jim. Uzi submarine. <laughs> Waiting for Mr. Sussman okay. to come join us upstairs. Uh, Chief of Staff. Now you need me upstairs. You said, stand by, don't move. I would like you to come upstairs. You told me don't move, so I've sat in this exact spot and haven't moved. No, no, run, run upstairs. Hey, Chief of Staff, before Sussman comes upstairs, Chief of Staff, do you, is any more, any more of them crackers downstairs? I'm hungry. No, I brought those for myself yesterday. I was willing to share with you, though, whoever wanted. But I'll bring them next time I come in. I've got you. He said you brought him for himself. Look at that. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it to you. So what a nice guy. That's my chief of staff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he should be sharing. I don't you. understand why he didn't he bring did no share. Unbelievable. What I don't know why he didn't that? bring no crackers a day, though, Jim. <laughs> well, you well did, you Chris and I are here. Yeah. You said you didn't like crackers per se. I wasn't talking about them kind of crackers. <laughs> per se. I'm, t- I'm teasing. Please, people. I'm teasing. Oh, my goodness. So, what's your question? Is Mr. Sussman, I, no, I want Mr. Sussman in on this conversation. Because, um, and we'll get to the top. We'll get to the top. You can walk past the camera. I'm not going to fire you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to, oh, you're going to sit in the corner. Look at that. Uh, do I got to turn this microphone on? I figured you would sit right here so I don't have to ro- roll over here and turn the microphone on. I'm rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> yesterday, I was walking home, freezing cold in Harlem, New York, yesterday, and probably in your town, too. And I'm as, as cold as ice, body shivering, freezing cold. Don't forget, we got the top 100, the top 10 or the next. You know what I'm trying to say, y'all. Yeah, top and 100, yes. Something, I don't know how it got into my mind, maybe because of the cold weather, my brain was a little bit frozen. And something, and I thought about something, and I think we all can get into it. Goon Squad, you can be involved. I think Mr. Sussman can bring some expertise to the topic. I was thinking about what's the best finishing move in the his, not the best finishing move in professional wrestling like the best finishing move the best lights out I could done. tell you that too. I don't know I know I thought about this because of the great meme of all uh, that's been on in the past couple of days I think the ringer put it up first with um the wrestler had on the Saints helmet and one had on the Rams helmet and the dude with the Saints helmet was going for the pin yeah. but the referee like you know what I'm saying Threw him off. Did the Kurt Angle move? Yeah. Yeah, and then and then and then, and then whatever. You know what I'm talking about, right, Greg? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, what's the best finishing move in wrestling? You know what I'm saying? Wrestling. Wrestling. What's, Why the, best, wrestling? what's the best finishing move in professional wrestling? Because I got a good one 
that nobody really thinks about or remembers, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out a little brief conversation on the best finishing move in pro wrestling. Sweet Chin Music's got to be up there. Sweet Chin Music? You like that one? Sweet From Chin my boy. Music? So I think it depends on what you're looking kids. for uh, in a finishing move, right? Yeah. Are you thinking, looking at something that looks cool? But nothing basic. You don't want a basic well, I mean, you Like just, a power bomb. Dude, you just chose a kick. You just a kick to the face. Yeah, but, but, but it's, you a, want to talk about it's sweet chin kick. music. That's a high kick to the chin. It's a kick my, to my the man. face. It doesn't get more basic than that. It's very beautiful, though. I, it was a very elegant. beautiful finishing move. Yeah. I, I, that was going to be a top three answer for me. I agree with okay, you. Yeah, cool. I think that was a great answer. I think the Stone Cold Stunner is an awesome move. It is. Boom, the Stunner, especially the way The Rock took it. And and then I think the RKO, right? The RKO out of nowhere. You talk about memes and gifts and whatnot. Yeah. Is that um uh, diamond cutter? Same thing. Oh, the diamond cutter. Okay. Same thing. What do you think, Jim? What do you think, Jim? The best finishing move in pro wrestling. I always like the Superman punch myself. That's not a, a punch. That's not a finisher. Sure. The, 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 yeah, the big, it was the big move where they come over the top. And, that's a setup. Yeah. That, was, that was a setup move. Yeah. The Superman punch. It's, yeah, well, it's like the people's elbow. It's a setup move. Well, the rock bottom was the rock bottom into the people's elbow. Into the people's elbow. That You can't count that, though. Right. The it's rock bottom, the worm, the RKO out of nowhere, the stone cold stunner. See, I think he would just say the stone cold stunner because the tombstone. Yeah, that's a good one. The tombstone is a good one. I used when Jade was a little boy, I'd put him tombstone, in the tombstone. Yeah, yeah. But one time, you gotta be did, careful did, of his neck. Yeah, oh no, I did it by real. Yeah, one dangerous. time, I, he was crying. He was a little boy. He was crying. Sure. I, you know, whatever. I, I thought he was a toy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, so one time we were doing we were doing moves in a basement, and somebody gave me like the pedigree. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll take the pedigree. That's a good one. So the problem was, I I took it for real. And my nose just smashes on the floor and starts bleeding. I'm like, oh, yeah. this, this is not good. No, that's, 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 that's <laughs> not good. That's not good. The razor's edge, the pedigree, the tombstone. Like a- Mr. Socko is pretty... That's a good one too, Mr. Sokka. I, like, I like Mr. Tampon as well. Oh, that's crazy! I, I like I like the famous, the famouser. Famouser's a good one. Famouser's a good yeah, one. Famous is a I good like one. the famouser. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the one right here, right? You guys are talking Klingon. Hey, Jim, <laughs> sit still for a second, Jim. We got you. Here's one. Right. Didn't we do the read, Jim? You did the read. You did the read. Okay, got right. a golf. Yeah, all right, good. My, my mind is all over the place. <laughs> Which one do you think would hurt the most? Obviously, people would say the finger four leg lock would probably be the one that hurts the most. Figure four. I've been putting the finger four before. We was drunk when I was in college one night. When I was in college in Orangeburg, South Carolina, we would have Thirsty Thursdays, right? Mm-hmm. We would get hammered drunk and stupid asses. We would start wrestling. One night, my sure. man Blaze put me in the finger four for real and like locked it on. Because I wanted to show that I can break out the joint. Mm-hmm. Next morning, I woke up like, what the hell is going on with my legs? Yeah. I had a limp for about three or four days. Because Blaze was like he did really hard locked body? into yeah. the finger for me. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. That's, so, that's so, I think, so I think the answer, in all honesty, is a, is a pile driver, either the tombstone or the regular pile driver. Yeah. Because the way it really works, I was going to grab Jeff. But the, way it really, Jeff. the way it really works when you put the guy up, you drive his head into the ground. That's how Stone Cold broke his neck. That's, yeah. how, people, that's how other people break their necks. Because what they do is they literally drop you, theoretically, they drop your head directly into the mat. Now, when The Undertaker does it, he holds you up. And he just drops to his knees. He, yeah, you know, yeah. He's not gonna try to kill you. Your, no, head, yeah. your head, your head's you know five feet above the ground. But if they really do it, the head goes directly into the mat. Bang! And you break your neck. You can break your neck. Well, like that's that. why they hold. It's happened. They kind of hold your head between the knees, right? Like when you drop, sure. so yeah. it's stable. Correct. Within them, so right? that, that so your neck is always it's a pad of your knees exactly. Yeah. But if they don't do that, it's dangerous. It's yeah. Very dangerous. Sure, it's definitely one of the most dangerous. Absolutely. That's why it's why it's banned in WWE. Power now, bombs are pretty dangerous. Here's the thing: power bombs aren't that dangerous because they know how to do it. They just they drop you on your back. They drop you hard on your back, but it's right on your back, mm-hmm. so it's, it's okay. You got to make sure like it's on Mike your back. Tyson, so. I broke my back. 
Yeah. All right, so. Sharpshooter is a good one, too. Sharpshooter is a good one. The one that hurts the most, and I'll be willing to talk to people that wrestled in this area, in this era of wrestling, will tell you this. Why don't you say wrestling Eric Young and see how that goes? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. George the Animal Steel. Yeah. That was the one right there. He would put your arm behind your back and pick you up. So all of your body weight is on this shoulder. People would try to kick the referee. That's how hard, that's how painful that joint was. And the George the Animal Steel elbow lock where he picked you up, that one right there, in my opinion, is the best finishing move and the most painful know, finishing move ever. I wasn't around for George the Animal Steel. Right? George Animal Steel? Way before my time. Yeah, way before our time. Jesus Christ, Jim. Nobody remember George Animal Steel. I know who George Animal Steel was. Yeah. And you're asking me? (laughs) I mean, I know the name, but look, guys, I never got into wrestling. I I never liked it. 90s was great. The Boston Crab is a good one, too. These are are submission moves, right? Like ankle lock, a a figure four, sharpshooter. Submission move, exactly. George Animal Steel would like... He picked you up. And, Greg, I see. I, I believe you. The people, they used to kick the ref. That's how much pain. They'd be tapping and sure. kicking no, the ref you know at what? the same time. You know what looked great? Yeah, too? but you know when you know when else people kick the ref? When Greg sings. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody <laughs> sings. They, 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 cool. they can tap out. They can tap out. Wait, what's Brock Lesnar's? I like yeah, that five. That looks great. That looks great. That looks great. Yeah. Like you flip him around. And you yeah, throw, that yeah. looks great. That, that if you want to talk about submission move, the, the move's hurting. Chris is right. It's the submission moves, right? Like yeah. the an arm, the arm bar, as you've seen in UFC, like that Ronda Rousey can break someone's arm. She yeah. has. She's done it before. Mm-hmm. So like that's what seriously will hurt people. An ankle lock, you can break someone's ankle. That will hurt people. Mm-hmm. Now the way they do it, obviously, it doesn't. But it was really cool. You appreciate this when Ronda Rousey faced Alexa Bliss last summer. Alexa Bliss is double jointed, so she was able to oh, hold the arm and it looked like she pulled it right out of the socket. Oh wow! The arm just turns like a way it's not supposed to turn. Yeah. But she's double jointed, so it looked really, really cool. Oh, yeah. that, 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 that is but that's the thing. Dope. Submissions don't really look as cool as the regular, right. you know, finisher moves like an F five. Correct. Right, let's grade Mr. Sussman right now. Okay. For for his, we have to ask Mr. Sussman some oh. questions that only right. he would know the answer to. Okay. okay. All right. How many songs will be played during the halftime oh, show? Pops. How many songs will be played during the halftime? By your show? group, Maroon Five. Is it by Maroon <laughs> Five or is it total? That's a, different, that's a different question. Okay, so it's total. How many songs we played during the halftime show? Eight. Uh, so the number is seven. 7.5 is the number. I'll take the over. You take the over at minus 120. Mm-hmm. You're almost getting even money for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. We got to listen to eight songs from those guys? Not oh, just, no, no, it's not eight it's songs from those guys. It's eight songs total. All so right. that includes yeah, the but national not for anthem. Many of those guys. No, 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 that includes Travis Scott. That <laughs> they includes don't Big sing Boy. the national anthem at halftime, Ventra. Oh, this is just halftime? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. just halftime. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what will be the first song, Greg, performed by Maroon 5? So can you read me the choices? It's One More Night is plus 300. That's not going to be it. Make Me Wonder is plus 500. Nope. Sugar is plus 550. No chance. Animals is plus 600. No way. Girls Like You is 600. Okay. Moves Like Jagger is plus 600. No. Nope. Don't Want to Know is plus 700. Okay. Payphone is plus a grand. That's not it either. Maps is plus fifteen hundred. Maps. She will be loved is plus fifteen hundred. Not the first song. This love is plus fifteen hundred. First song performed by Moon. None of those. Five. None of those are right. Really? Re- read me the favorites again. One more night at plus three hundred. Make I, well, me. I don't remember. I don't even know that Make song, me though. one day yeah. at plus five hundred. Sugar at plus five fifty. None of those are right. All right. One more night might be it just based on the name. The name. But I don't know for the, the song. 
Yeah, I don't know. Oh, one more night. Just one more night. Yeah, right. I mean, what is? I don't know what that song is. Um, I gotta know. I gotta figure out what their most recent hits are before. Like, none of those are. None of those are correct. Those will not be the first songs played. All right. Mm-mm. I guess if you had like the give me the field. field. Give me the yeah. field. Yeah. All right. What will the predominant color of Adam Levine's top at the start of the halftime show be? White. So black is minus one eighty. Any other color is plus one forty. I'll take white. At plus one forty. Yeah, have a T-shirt on. He almost yep. always has. I think he always has a white T-shirt on. I think it's a thing. Yeah. Adam Levine. Okay. He from Harlem. Is he actually? I mean, I'm saying. I mean, everybody in Harlem wear white t-shirts. There you go. He's a Jew Jew from Harlem. Mm. George Collin. There's plenty of them. (laughs) There's plenty there right now. Uh, Upstairs from me. Um, (laughs) Usually, they're called the landlord. But (laughs) (laughs) Jim Day is on fire. (laughs) Moves like Jagger. Got the moves like Jagger. There's a shot. This is it. There's a shot. That's right. Yeah, this might, I don't, this might be number one. This could be it. I know this song. This, this definitely, the odds were good on this. The kids love this but song. I thought Christine, but I thought if they did this, Christina Aguilera would be there. She has well, a you just hang on. What? Okay, we answered that one already. Yeah. Will Adam Levine be wearing a hat at the start of the halftime show? Does he no. Wear hats? He doesn't not, he's not hats. a big hat guy. No. no, it's minus 130. What is this? What, is this One More oh, Night? he's playing the song. This is One More Night. This animals? animals. Oh, I know the One More Night song. They've been giving one more night. It sounds exactly like this song. Okay. A lot of their songs sound the same. Yeah. All right. Will yeah. Big Boy one more night and guys. Adam Levine perform Mike Jack at halftime? Is that a song they do together? I have no idea. I don't know what that is. All right, so cool. <laughs> we leave that one alone. And finally, will Christina Aguilera make an ah. appearance during the halftime show? Yes is plus 250. No is minus 400. I'd say no. They would average- Christina Aguilera is a big enough name that they'd advertise for her to be there. Oh, been, yeah, heck yeah. She hasn't been to a Super Bowl since she flubbed the national anthem. Okay, so there you go right there. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sussman, thank, thank you. you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a, have a wonderful rest of your show. I wrote these down. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because we're going to judge we're gonna judge Greg on that, so keep that. Mm-hmm. you see how Greg did with this. I, I think it's going to be one more night, by the way. You I, think you're going to go one, one more, more night? night yeah, after thinking about it and, and hearing it, it's going to be one more night. I think it's a song they're using to advertise it as well. So that's right, best. and it's also the, the, the most favored song to be played. Right, so right. That's, that's probably why. All mm-hmm. right. Makes sense. All right, all right, you can leave now. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone now. All right, now. we're all set. Now we're all set. So we judge Greg on this. Yep. And then we'll, and then they can go talk baseball. I don't care about that. Let's talk baseball, Mo, baby. Oh yeah, Mariano Rivera. Mo, Shout out baby. to the goat, Mariano the goat. Rivera. Hey, the I'll even give you that one. It, that, that man was outstanding. Uh, you know, not a Yankee fan, but man. I loved watching him pitch. He'd step on, and you could just see the other team just say, "Ah, oh, yeah. man. I, I, I kind of have to change my name, you know, because he's, he's the closer. I'm closer number two. You he's the I mean? closer, closer. He's the closer, closer. He's, I'm the, he's the man. The other closer. He's not a relief pitcher. He's the closer. He's the closer. Like I like And people think closing is easy. That ain't easy. It well, ain't easy. Explain to us the difference oh, it's a closing venture. You have to have a... A mentality. A clo- you have to have a closer mentality. mentality. See, Angle was a big closer mentality guy. Was he? Oh, my God. Well, he's still, he alive. He's still alive. <laughs> he's still alive. <laughs> he was. He's still alive. Angle's a closer mentality guy. Mr. Sussman does not believe in a closer's mentality. Really? They used to have arguments about this all the time. I think Sussman has to change his mind about that. So you think a closer mentality is a thing? Oh, absolutely. I agree. I think a closer mentality is a thing. Jim, is a you closer choke. mentality a thing? It's kind of like a cornerback on that island. 
Oh, absolutely. It's a thing. There you you have to have that. You, you got to be that guy who steps on the field and says, I don't care what the situation is. I'm going to stop it right See, now. Mr. Sussman is not a closer mentality nah. guy. He don't, how can, I don't understand how he can't believe it because there's people who are great pitchers that couldn't close. They couldn't get it done. They choke. I mean, look at Dylan Batances. Guy had all the stuff in the world. He'd go into the closing role and he'd bl- blow it don't up. Don't have the closer the mentality. mentality. You got to be a bulldog when you're a closer. And I was a bulldog when I was a closer. Really? Oh, yeah. What was your go-to, what was your go-to yeah. pitch? Um, I had fastball, curveball, changeup. Pretty basic. Curveball, change my changeup was really what got him. Did you have? I was good at the. I had a circle change. Like when you when you circle when change. you came in from the dugout yeah. to go close games down in the tenth grade for Zavarian High School in Brooklyn. Did you have <laughs> tenth a, grade? Did you, <laughs> did you have a gym? Did you have like your Into the Sandman song? Uh, no, but they called me Billy Wagner. Oh, they called you Billy Wagner. Yeah, because he was like the best closer in the league at the time. At that time, yeah. Right. So, so you I, was like Billy Wagner, you come from yeah. the bullpen? I'd shut him down. Really? Close games. Now, were you games. running from the bullpen or did you have the cart? Well, I guess the we didn't, didn't really have, have a cart. bullpen. We didn't have like a bullpen, you know what well, I mean? Well, you was in the dugout. It was high school. I was in the dugout. Yeah. So I come out of the dugout. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or I probably was playing the field the, 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 the inning before. before yeah. I was playing center. So I'd come out from center, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I used to I used to catch for a guy seat. that went on went on to pitch in the major leagues for 13 years in Italy. Who was that? Guy by the name of Roy Smith. Right, he's never a right big there. name, but he pitched in Yankee Stadium, and we got to go dang, see dang, him. Dang, dang. Uh, and in that game, first time he ever pitched in Yankee Stadium, Don Mattingly took him yard. There you Woo. go. We come back on Johnny side. Baseball. Fantasy football top ten of the day. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only place to go for 24-7 fantasy sports advice. Once you download the FNTSY Sports Radio app, you'll get the most accurate experts and most entertaining programming in the fantasy sports world. Listen to great shows like Fantasy Football Frenzy. There you go right there, Google Squad. Game Time Decisions. Good teams win, great teams cover. Fantasy Freestyle. You know what it is. And plenty more. Download the FNTSY Sports Radio app on your iPhone and Android devices now and take the best fantasy sports talk wherever life leads you. Scout Fantasy Sports. It could be a different warrior every night. We've seen Curry put on these displays. Durant can dominate a game. This team is stacked right now. And remember, they just got DeMarcus Cousins back. Man, I don't see how this team loses with DeMarcus Cousins back. I mean, really, the only thing that could derail them is themselves. They may be poor team chemistry, but this team is just sick right now. I don't see how you beat them. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. But how can you be mad at somebody who's 28 years old for saying that Mo is the GOAT when they never seen nobody else? Maybe that 28-year-old should spend less time posing on Instagram and actually read a little bit about some baseball history. Maybe that 28-year-old could say to you when you was 28 years old, maybe you should have spent less time drinking double vodkas. Everything is different. Yeah. You While I was drinking those double vodkas, I was watching sports. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Ooh. Oh, back. Mm-hmm. I 
and ran up the stairs. Damn. Don't say it like that. The staircase is like four staircases in one, son. It's only two. <laughs> no, but it's extra steps. There's extra steps? There's extra steps. Than a normal staircase? And then a normal staircase. It really is. <laughs> no, I'm not making that up. <laughs> That's only because you run up five, fall down four, then have to run up again. <laughs> no, Jim, I'm telling you. It's like seven. It's like 17. It's Total like, steps? It's like, my Lord. Well, Corey, That's... you know what they say, don't you, Corey? what they say, Jim? They say, if you like to wager on sports or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints. You can even wager on esports, politics, and reality TV. Or get an edge with live betting at BetDSI, where you can wager virtually anytime during a contest, capitalizing on in-game circumstances. There are so many ways you can make money. Use the promo code FNTSY101 when signing up and get a 100% bonus deposit match. So head on over and open your account at BetDSI. That's promo code FNTSY101 to get your 100% bonus deposit match. Head on over right now, guys. All right, here you go right there. BetDSI, give them a holler. Thank you for that read, Jim. Allow me a chance to catch my breath. Y'all try to laugh at your boy, but it's like 78 steps. <laughs> it's, only, it's only two flights. Or just like 78 steps. They put the steps real close together. They stack them. You know, some steps are harder to climb than others. If you ride the New York City Mass Transit Association, when you leave the station, no stairs, it's like 42 steps in one stair, in one landing. Where? Makes it, in, in Harlem it is. Oh. I know it's like that in Harlem because they make it difficult for you to get out the train station. <laughs> I don't know why. The steps are hard well, steps. They want to slow down the guys running away from the cops. Hey, Jim. It is true. Jim, I live in a gentrified neighborhood, Jim. <laughs> I didn't say anything about what color they were. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> fantasy football frenzy FNTSY radio. Top 100 players of fantasy football. You can check it out on rotoexperts.com. Right now, we're going to talk about players number 80 through 71. Ventra, player number 80. Yeah. What do you think? Decent spots at times this season. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I would say a disappointment. Player number 80 is Austin Hooper, right? tight end for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Uh, see, why is he ahead of... 71 receptions this year on 88 targets, four touchdowns, scored 660 yards. You know what? I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. He had some big games. He had quite a few big games. And then even in his down games, he had like six, seven points, which is like... Tight ends. Better than tight, you know, a yeah, lot Jim, of let me bring you in right here on, on Hooper, Jim, because with... Dirk Cutter coming back to be the OC, I think Hooper's a tight end to target next year. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I, I like Hooper as well. And, you know, one of the things uh, Scotty tried to point out to us uh, when he sent us this list today is that, you know, a lot of this has to do with position scarcity, too. That's why we're seeing, you know, a good amount of tight ends in the list that, you know, normally we probably wouldn't consider. So when you take it to you know, account, you know, position scarcity, then I, I get the reference for tight ends and why they'd be here. And, you know, I, I definitely take him in this list over, you know, several of the other guys that have already been mentioned. All right. Mm-hmm. Austin Hooper, that's a name to circle for next season. You're going to be able to get him for a song probably in the you last You think so? Round. Yeah. He because, was tight end six. Well, with, with, with Dirk Cutter back as the OC in Atlanta, I think you'll see more passes. To the I like young. him too, yeah. I yeah. think he's a good. Uh, number 79, Victor, was your guy, Evan Ingram. I think this is low because injuries hampered him through right. a good part of the season, and he had to play with Eli Manning. 
45 receptions on 64 targets, 577 in yards, and three touchdowns for Evan Ingram. Yeah. Disappointment? Uh, yeah, it was pretty disappointing because of injury. I mean, basically when he played, five out of the eight games he played, he had double-digit fantasy points. That's okay. really good. And, for and a tight remember, end. most most you know, four of them came at the end of the season. Right. At the four, end of the fantasy season. So. And that's when Odell was out, too, though. So I, I'm thinking next year things go back to normal. Shepard, I would ju- hop off Shepard, mm-hmm. okay, because Shepard's going to take a back seat like he did Engram's rookie year. And Engram is really the number two target on this team. Odell will take a lot away, but Engram's I think he'll end up being a top five tight end. Shepard really and um, Shepard and Saquon Barkley with the net game the other day, sitting in the front row. Were they? Yeah. Sick. Sick. Brooklyn oh. Nets, my Nets, going to the, sh- going to the ship. <laughs> no, not the ship. They're going to the playoffs. I heard your bet, by the way. Yeah. If they become the five seed, you will shave everything. If the Nets are the you better five believe seed that or happen. higher in the Eastern Conference, mm-hmm. I will cut every hair off my body. They will be the five Including my seed. ball sack. <laughs> You're going to get really lucky because they're probably going to end up being the six seed. There you go right there. They're probably going to end up being the six seed. Nothing that I don't know. But they are dirty. Because <laughs> I need my, my hairs. <laughs> Jim, number 78 is Golden Tate. 74 receptions on 113 target. 795 yards, four touchdowns. What do you think of his production this season on both teams, and what do you think he'll end up doing next year? Well, look, he started out the season strong for Detroit. You know, when they were back, when they were actually throwing the ball, he was doing quite well. And, you know, and then he had a couple quiet games. Then they traded him and then fell off the cliff. Only had one double-digit game as an Eagle, uh, and that was week 13 against Washington. I, you know, for me, uh, he, I, I know he had 74 receptions, almost 800 yards, not what we – normally typically see out of Golden Tate in a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, I, you know, I think he'd be further down on this list for me just because he wasn't there when you needed him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Jim. I, I would drop him lower on this list. Player number 77, Carolina Panther tight end Greg Olson Ventra. Olson more or less is probably done. It's the last time you'll see him on a football field. Mm-hmm. Hampered by injuries again this season, 27 receptions on 38 targets, 291 and four touchdowns. Why the hell is Greg Olson ranked yeah. higher than Evan Ingram? Evan Ingram and uh, Austin Hooper. I, I, I don't see how he could be ahead of them when he ended up being the tight end, like, 20. <laughs> he was tight end 20. These guys were tight end 6 and 10. Like, it doesn't make sense. He only played for a very small portion of the season. He, should be, he shouldn't even be in the top 100, to be honest with you. I, I would keep him off my list. I have keep my Jim. I and think, I'm not looking to get drafted next year either. Ventra, he's not. He's going to be in the booth it, next year. Whatever he's doing, he's going to be in the booth uh, next if, year. Yeah, if he's there, he's going to be, be in the booth wearing those skinny pants. Adventure like, like yeah, like, like field, my boy, like Field Yates. Field Yates. Shout out Field Yates. Jim, this is it's nothing. This is this is this is, oh, this is over, right, Jim? Oh, it's over, and I agree with you, both of you guys. He he wasn't in my top 100. Um, you know there. There, there's nothing, you know, somebody misplaced a comma when they did the algorithm for Greg Olson because <laughs> there's nothing that they can point to that says he should be in this list to me. There's just nothing. Yeah. You know, coming into the season, you know, the expectations were low. I get it coming off the injury plague last season, but he never even met those, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, I, yeah, I don't get it. And, and this is definitely an instance where I say, nah, no way. Yeah, Not yeah. my top 100. There's absolutely no way he should be ahead of Ingram As is the next guy. No way. <laughs> the next guy, Jim, player 76 is Jamal Williams, the running back for the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. uh, the Frank Stanford favorite. No, he likes Aaron Jones. He liked Jamal Williams, too. Did he like both of them? Yeah, he liked Jamal Talked Williams, to like too. Both. Yeah. 464 rushing yards, three touchdowns, 27 receptions, on 41 targets, 210 yards. This guy, Jim, is a nobody. 
Yeah. Well, again, you know, trying to figure out where their minds were at when they did this. And, you know, I, I have to think that it was because he had such big weeks in 15 and 16. Uh, scored, what, almost 20 points in week 15 and well, well over 20 points in week 16. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, again, the waiting towards the playoff weeks probably had a lot to do it with definitely did. Mm-hmm. being there. But, man, just for those two games and, you know, the first game, most people weren't even sure they wanted to start him and probably didn't. So, you know, the fact that he scored 19.7 probably didn't help a lot of people. The second week, week 16, sure, after the week before, people were on him and played him that week. Uh, but outside of that, man, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, yeah. This is an all-in kid favorite, by the way. Oh, Raved about him. Wow. Not this year, the year before when he was a rookie. Shots fired? Raved about him. Shots fired? And he's a buster. Oh, you better watch it. He's going to get blocked on Twitter. No, well, he raved about him, loved him, said this guy's going to be amazing, and I'm he's tell, kind of a buster. He's going to block you. He's That's fine. Block you on Twitter. Block me. You can't, you can't <laughs> talk go, to him no go more. To, go to Jake's Twitter and see if you've been blocked yet. <laughs> Immediately. What do you think he's watching the show right now? They coming back watching. from. The, they coming back from. He might have blocked you already, though. Probably. I, I checked the other day. Yeah. See if I was blocked by Jake. Did you? Was yeah, he? No, you? no, I'm good. I'm good. You're, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I think you're always good. Yeah. You never really say nothing bad, controversial. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying it because he. I remember he installed it in my brain like, oh, I got to grab this guy, Jamal Williams. You Next player, I mean? uh, Ventra, Curtis Samuels, your boy. Carolina Panther, wide receiver, Curtis Samuels. No, DJ Moore's my boy. Oh, that's right. That's right. 39 receptions, 495, five touchdowns. I see promise in, in, in Samuel going forward. Yeah, there's promise. He's probably going to be the wide receiver, too, in Carolina. The problem is Cam Newton. Right? Yeah. So I don't know about next year. I, I mean, I would obviously go and get more. Curtis Samuel might, if he's a song, I would grab him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Late rounds. Uh, I guess uh, he deserves to be on this list. Uh, ahead of, definitely ahead of Jamal Williams and these other guys. He did a lot more consistently, and he was good towards the end. Week 16, he played well. 17, which in the county, played well. 13. So, yeah, overall, I think he's pretty decent. He, he belongs around this area. Curtis Samuel played number 75, Jim. Yeah, look, I, I like Curtis Samuel. I like the fact that they used him in a bunch of different positions, you know, got him involved in the running game, you know, moved him outside at times, move him into the slot at times. I think this kid is, is going to be, you know, a nice addition next year. Mm-hmm. Most likely they're not bringing Funches back. Um, so, you know, DJ Moore probably slide into that number one role. I wouldn't be surprised if Curtis Samuel sees a lot more than 65 targets next yeah. year. So I, I'm a little higher on him than most. I, I think this kid is going to be a playmaker. You could probably get him on the cheap, too. Which you is get him for and you will be able to get him on the mm-hmm. cheap, absolutely. Playing number 74 may come on the cheap also in 2019, Jim. My that boy. is Tampa Bay Buccaneer tight end O.J. Howard. Bruce Henry is in charge now, but the talent on Howard, Jim, is too good to write him out the offense. And, and I have to agree. I, I mean, my first inclination was to say, oh, man, sorry for Howard uh, that he got Arians as a coach because we know Arians doesn't normally – put in a tight end but this into his offense a big yeah. part. But, yeah, he's not only too talented, he's too fast. He can get down the field and stretch the seams, which is exactly what Arians wants. So Arians isn't going to get caught up in the fact that he's a tight end. He's going to get caught up in the fact that this guy can stretch the seams and make big plays for him down the field. So he will use him, and he will. I don't know if he's going to come for a song, no, Corey. I think you're going to have to pay up to get him after the top five. I think he's right there. Yeah, uh, I think he might go where you might want him to go, like uh, maybe a little sooner, like the in eighth, ninth, tenth. I take round him in the eighth. I take him eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten. I think is where he goes. Six, five, six seven. No, too high for me. Yeah, that's too high for me too. Any, I mean, tight ends. It's it's trust to. It's tough to trust any besides the top two, yeah. Kelsey and Ertz. You know what I mean? Uh, after a while, but 
Howard, definitely going to be great. I think he's going to be a breakout tight end. I think next year he will be a top five tight end as well, like Ingram. Uh, the talent is too really. 6'6", 250, flies. I mean, you got to use this guy. He's too talented. And I understand why he's on this list at this point because of the injury and he missed basically this whole second half of the season. But he had double-digit fantasy points in two, four, six, seven out of his eight games pretty much. Robbie Anderson, Nine. New York Jet wide receiver, number 73, 50 catches, 762 yards, six touchdowns. Ventra, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I guess Robbie Anderson, well, the thing is, at the beginning of the season, he was non-existent, right? He was. He came alive during the end. So I think this is a case of helping people in their fantasy playoffs more than anything. And uh, I'm pretty sure he really helped a lot of people in his fantasy playoffs. Jim, I guess the situation with Robbie Anderson continues to be dependent upon the quarterback and dependent upon, and dependent upon him not doing stupid stuff in the offseason. Yeah, well, definitely a little bit of both. Look, it, you know, we saw Darnold take a huge step forward towards the end of the year and mm-hmm. finally feeling comfortable in going down the field, stretching the the offense out with Anderson, and that's what he needed. In the beginning part of the season, he didn't have the time nor the inclination uh, to really get the ball down the field. He didn't want to wait that long. He was getting antsy. So we saw him take that step, and that's a great step for Anderson for next year. Should really provide big things. Now, you know, it depends on what you think big things are. I've seen a couple of drafts already for next year where people are taking them in the fifth round. No. You know what? No. I can't <laughs> I do that. Nope. That's a mistake. Yeah, that, that's that's a mistake. way too early he, for me. Uh, you know, anything before probably the eighth round for me is going to be, a, you know, too early. no thanks. I, yeah. I agree with you because the question about him is, will he be consistent? Because he hasn't been in his career yet, really. Last year, he was very inconsistent throughout the whole season till the end. And I don't know if he can be. I don't know if he is that guy. So I wouldn't draft him too early. I wouldn't make him my wide receiver two. He's more of a four, three slash four to me. All right, and you go right there. Um, but he deserves to be here, I guess. The next one is interesting. 72, Jim, is Christian Kirk. Mm. 43 catches, 68 targets, 590 yards, three touchdowns. What the hell is he doing here? Well, I, I would have to imagine here is where it can, comes with the expectations. The expectations weren't high for him. Right. And in the beginning, he did outperform them by a decent amount. I mean, you know, people were jumping on him. He was a big waiver wire pickup there for a little bit uh, because, you know, he was having a lot of success um, when he moved to the outside. Now, his normal position is in the slot. And a lot of people were speculating that he'd be able to go to the slot next year, get back to that, with Fitzgerald looking like he wasn't going to play. Well, we know that's not the case now. Fitzgerald signed a new one-year contract. He's going to be back. So it's really going to be on Kirk to continue to develop as an outside receiver. And you know what? I think he did a good enough job this year that I'm not really going to have a lot of qualms about that. And, you know, I do think that this offense is going to be, you know, putting the ball up in the air more often, whether or not Josh Rosen can grow into that role is going to be the question. But I like Christian Kirk. I, I don't really have a problem with him being here, although I did have him a little lower yes. on my list. I, I think he should not be ahead of O.J. Howard uh, and guys like that. They were a lot more consistent when he they were. He shouldn't be ahead of Robbie Anderson. Yeah, he probably shouldn't. Uh, actually, Robbie Anderson didn't have that many great games, though. But Robbie Anderson showed yeah, up. Yeah, but he had it in the playoffs. The in the playoffs, yeah. yes. And then people were saying, go to why and pick up Anderson because he's, you know, everybody else hurt, go pick up Anderson. And he showed up those weeks. He did. But in, when you talk about it as a full body of work for the year, Kirk actually had double-digit fantasy points in almost half the games, six of the games that he played in. And then he got injured at the end of the season. But he's not a bad option. I think he, he earned himself a number two wide receiver slot in Arizona. 
Our yeah. final uh, subject for today, uh, Jim, at person number 71 is New York Jet tight end Chris Herndon. Hey, Herndon flashed at times this year. Yeah. Matter of fact, I picked him up off the wire, played him off the wire, excuse me, played him a couple weeks. I don't mind Christian Her- Chris Herndon at 71. I think it's a good spot for him. Yeah, I think he should be lower. Um, yeah. Look, I, I get it. He, he came out of nowhere. We didn't even, you know, know his name until he had that touchdown in week six. And, you know, he had some big games from week six to 16. He was the number seven tight end. But, you know, again, that doesn't really say a lot. He was only averaging 10 points a game. But the fact that he was averaging 10 points a game when people were scrambling to find a tight end that would score six or seven, uh, probably got him on this list. But still, you know, again, I I understand the position scarcity and all that. Still, you know, no way I have him over guys like Ingram and and, and Howard. You know, there's just no way I could figure that out in my yeah. mind. And Hooper also deserves to be ahead of him. He yeah, should be right. behind these guys. He uh, he did have flashes. And you know what it is? I think this all is a tribute to expectations. There was zero expectations for this guy coming into the season. So I think that's why he's so high on the list. He popped up out of nowhere and you didn't expect anything. And uh, also, week 16, he had 20 points. All right, there you go right there. Fancy football frenzy for fancy tasks. For the close of Chris Venter, shout out to Mr. Sussman for coming upstairs. Everybody on the full floor for the great work that you do. Yeah. Thank you very much. Goon Squad, what up, what up, what up? Goon Squad. Out.